Amari Dangerfield, and you're listening to Sound of Stylus, a podcast all about the stylophone and the people who do cool things with it. This is part two of an episode featuring Mauro Mauro. So we're going to get a bit technical here. Um, I know you've kind of recommended the Ugreen mini jack cables to me at one point. Um, do you have any other gear recommendations you'd like to share or particular setups that you'd like to to share with any aspiring stylophonists? <laughs> yeah, these are the cables. Well, uh, it's not like that I'm sponsored by them or anything. It's just that they are the, more, the most practical cables when you play two stylophones, especially. When you play mm-hmm. one, they are also practical because, you know, it's like, uh, like this. It's a flat you know, edge, so, yeah, to plug in yeah, flat on the edge. side, yeah. Yeah, these cables are great because when you place them both together, it's like, you know, there is little space between them, you know, yes. and if it was a different one, then it would be like this and mm-hmm. it's getting harder because your eyes are getting even more cross-eyed than <laughs> before, you know. And by the way, yeah. uh, there's another very important thing because the cable is just like a, it's not uh, the, the, only thing, thing. the only thing needed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the more important thing actually, and I will take maybe not the one that I'm using, but the one that I'm not using is a DI box. You know, right. The as you called it once, the phono output, which is the you know the one mm-hmm. with the cute headphones. The headphones one on uh, the two thousand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the only way that you can um, take it to the whatever sound card you are having, and the only way to make it sound actually make make the sound come out of it when it's placed like entirely there. It's through a DI box. So I take it first to the DI box and then to the sound card. Because right. when I don't go through the DI box, then it won't play. It will really? only play. I even I even made a video with stylophone hacks and I have to like play it like yes, that. Yes, you have you know? to put it out slightly. But yeah. I don't know why it works like that. It's probably some like faulty, you know. Yeah, yeah. The DI box is like for me even more important than the cable because uh, when you don't have the di box and it doesn't need to be expensive it's like 15 dollars and uh, it's important because with the di box it will be easier for you to just you know plug it in and play you know so this is very important and uh, nowadays most of the sound cards are very good quality like the quality like it's upped the game and now, uh, like only the cheapest, the dirt cheap sound cards are maybe a bit wonky, but uh, mm-hmm. the like middle range, I mean, mi- middle range is like um, 500 zlotys, so it's like $100 mm-hmm. or maybe a bit more. So the sound cards, like the Focusrite sound cards or the, I don't know, pre Sonus sound cards or whatever, actually, are mostly okay. They sound fine. They mm-hmm. can record sounds. Like my, I have the uh, Focusrite Scarlett, um, the four input one, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's, oh, it I served think we've got me for the same like one. You know, I think we've got really? the same one. Yeah, is it the one eight i eight model? Yeah, but I think that it's the same one because it's the one <laughs> eight. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. yeah. I think it's the same one. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same actually card, mm-hmm. and it works for me. Uh, you, so you don't need like a high-end equipment to you know make the stylophone sound sound plausible. You know, so you just need yeah, uh, yeah. some you know uh, cre- creativity and ideas to make it sound plausible. Because like 
so yeah so the technical ways of uh, like uh, to record a stylophone are actually that's all yeah you just need a stylophone you just need a cable whatever cable if you play it like me so you need a cable that's flat top right mm -hmm. Flat-edged, yeah, so yeah. flat-edged. Flat, flat, sorry, flat-edged cable. <laughs> you need a flat-edged cable if you play two at once. If you don't play two at once, you don't need a flat-edged cable. I but still love you a flat-edged have... cable. I don't play two. And yeah, okay. It's yeah, okay. So, thing, yeah. So. yeah, so you can actually benefit from it. And for me, at least, a DI box to make it uh, easier to plug it in. To What's not, your you know... um, DI box model out of interest for our well, listeners? Well, I have a one DI box that's like a... I think it's like a custom-made cheap DI box, and it's something like oh, this. Okay, DB01 it's, direct box. Yeah, it's okay. it's it it cost me fifteen dollars fifty zlotys, so it's the cheapest one that was mm -hmm. on the Polish eBay, and the one that I'm using for the stylophones, it's a Palmer right. uh, dual uh, DI box. It's okay. Yeah, this one, the, the they are like. Uh, you can't see the name, but it's like a Palmer DI box, and it's great. It works mm -hmm. worked for me for like two years, and it doesn't even have a scratch. Besides, it's built like a tank, so even if you drop it from a building, it will probably still work. <laughs> so yeah, the <laughs> DI box, and from the D yeah yeah, so and from the DI box, I go with the cables to the Focusrite Scarlet, and yeah, voila, that's like go. the basic setup for a stylophone recording session. Then it's when the magic happens and right. like uh first uh there comes the well, well when i make a song you know like i take let's say well whatever whatever let's say a metallica song mm -hmm. i first take a take the guitar and take a up, up program called transcribe it's transcribe with an exclam exclamation mark oh right in the end okay um and this program will let you slow songs to actually any uh. value percentage value you want you know so when i play a song like you know let's say enter sandman and i slow mm -hmm. it down to like you know five percent then it will you know be so slow that i can pick up all the notes because you know okay. there are some fast solos yeah. fast oh. uh, moments and you can slow the song down to any rate you want because mm -hmm. like if i would uh, have to transcribe songs the way i hear them when they are fast yeah you sometimes miss some notes you know exactly. because when there's like a fast guitar solo you just can't transcribe it properly because there are sometimes be, yeah playing are, that you're, you're gonna round and round you're yeah. gonna play it yeah, you're gonna play it round and round. That's that's first and second. You're gonna play it your own way and not entirely the way somebody played it. It's also okay. it's very good because you will develop your own style. But uh, if you, if I wanted to make a you cover that's like faithful. perfect, yeah, yeah, I want to be the most faithful I can, you know. And this program is very uh, very very good for stuff like that. So I mostly transcribe it on the guitar because it's easier for me because like the stylophone <laughs> is mostly limited so i transcribe yeah. it on the guitar but i think about the stylophone so i okay. think about uh, chords that are like mostly with two sounds but oh and there's another thing because yeah. i told you about the whammy and, it, yeah. and i told you that the whammy was like an extension of the stylophone you know yes. and i started using two stylophones to make it more fluent they make the chord extension more, more fluent 
but mm -hmm. there is a third way right is that you take a stylophone the yeah. melody one the left hand one the right mm -hmm. hand is mostly intact and you think about chords or you think about chord placements that can be modified with the whammy right so Goodness. you take the melody stylophone and if you like so okay so we have like a let's say okay let's say we have a e minor mm -hmm. right so when i think about playing it on the stylophone then if i play it on two i play it like or so it's a minor you know and mm -hmm. um when i want to play it more rich i take the whammy and i set the whammy on um Yes, the the third, the minor third degree. So I okay. play an octave on the stylophone, and this note is triggered with the whammy and is playing this. Okay, so, so I'm playing this the on the stylophone, and it's fill, filling the chord oh, by playing this. Good. So I'm playing like this without the whammy, and this with the whammy, oh, and the whammy when you when you have the pedal. So it's, I don't yeah. know, it's down, up. Okay, so it's, when it's down, it's a, ma it's a major. And when mm -hmm. it's up, it's a minor. Okay. So um, I can easily play other chords by manipulating the whammy with my feet mm. and changing, you know, the pitch here. So like I play uh, and thanks to the whammy, I can do something like that, mm. you know, because the, the notes will... Um, will be extended by the one it's very technical That's actually amazing. and it's with this thing you can actually play uh, a lot more three note chords you know mm -hmm. so the chord is called uh, a triad yeah i can play a triad actually mm -hmm. so you can play Your things like that <laughs> yeah it's like my secret <laughs> weapon and and you know it's uh, it's very easy actually to make you just have to manipulate your feet well mm -hmm. and you can make a chord with you know three notes so it's very cool and when i make a cover i always have to think how to place these chords to make it sound because i can make even a chord like that mm -hmm. and the uh, thing here is like a perfect fourth and the whammy has a perfect fourth interval and mm -hmm. a major third at the same place so i will think okay. how to make like things and i can play things like like that you know or maybe i can play things like that because mm -hmm. here's like a major third and a perfect fourth you know so it's playable on the whammy with this setting you know okay. and yeah this is yeah. like a as you called a secret weapon <laughs> and i've used it in many songs like there's like a cover the easiest one to spot it it's a system of a down uh, chop suey you play the a note or is it in the original it's probably g because they are tuned lower so mm -hmm. one style of phone plays this and the second one plays most people don't even use the harmonizer function in it and i think that the harmonizer function is actually more uh more fun than the actual pitch shifting you know because mm -hmm. it can make like the stylophone a actual um stereo instrument <laughs> and it has another good function and is again a very technical thing is the phase shifting because it changes right. the phase 
and this way you can record uh, more more stylophones you can fit more of them because oh. the face is totally changed oh, fantastic and you can and you can it's fit more stylophones inside you know so mm -hmm. with a part like that that's why i sometimes play riffs uh, using double stylophones and sometimes play mm. riffs using the wami because you can f because as i said the f the face changes yeah and you can fit more stylophones without the you know yeah. stuff you know you can like um, fit uh, this way you can fit as i said like about uh, i think eight stylophones playing like almost the same thing because like mm -hmm. the stylophone has like the the one that i'm using the ones that i'm using has like you know the three presets you know yeah. so it's like uh, the bass the middle the i can say the overdriven guitar and the solo <laughs> one I, like i i, I co consider consider them like that you know because okay. like the yeah. bass one is mostly used for the bass the middle one is used for riffs and the higher one is used for solos and vocals mm -hmm. and um okay. so you can play like three parts if playing the same note four parts if playing one note different if you get where i'm going with it um then you have the vibrato setting okay <laughs> so you can have like now eight like you know um eight solutions and with the wami right you can have even more because the face shifts okay. again you know so mm -hmm. like uh, when i play a uh, a melody like let's say i will take the highest uh, the solo function which sounds like this then playing this and playing this with the vibrato on mm -hmm. uh, can be played at the same time and it won't mesh Those up problems, that much yeah. you know you have Not a very clean sound and i can see why you've put a lot of work into the yes because process. you know yeah. as a music producer and as a you know guitar player and a musician uh, i work you know i mostly work with cleaning the sound that i have and make it like uh, the best there uh, there could be so the best way that you can play the stylophones and make them sound the best it's this way you just have to uh, see how many possibilities you have and with these possibilities you have to work the best way you can you know like that's pr that's practically it and then there comes you know the beatbox with the you know beats and stuff mm -hmm. and here i can safely say that i'm a, a bit of a cheater because <laughs> most of the time i quantize this or just sample right. it and you know input it uh, to the it, yes. grid because you know yes. i learned to play this like you know the legit, legit way you know mm -hmm. i can play some beats with it uh, because it's playable mm -hmm. but it has such a poor register it has so you know uh, poor samples that are playing in the wrong way in the wrong time <laughs> that it's so time consuming if you want to just legit play this thing that it's better to just sample it you and know just, arrange yeah, these samples the grid, and yeah. then while making the video you just play these things because you can play it it's not hard you know but if yeah. you would play it and then you would have to quantize cut yes. it and you know make it so it will take a week you know and when you make youtube covers you don't have a week you have like <laughs> well maybe yeah. you have a week but you don't have a month like that mm -hmm. oh, and if i would make like everything legit play it like you know and then edit it then it will take a month to make a cover that's mm -hmm pretty much uh, not worth making a month you know so Could that's you do the same uh, with the um with the s1 as well would you uh, well with the s1 i play it legit oh you do i play okay. it like 
I, the, the, the S1s and the normal stylophones, I play them legit. Eventually, when there's like a part that's not sounding so good, then I splice it and, you know, make it uh, to be more, you know, um, in time, you know. So that's the only thing I do sometimes when the riff is mm -hmm. like, when when you are like playing a Rammstein song or like a System of a Down or a Metallica song, then the riffs mm -hmm. need to be, you know, on point, very, very polished, hard hitting. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, tight, yeah, tight, they need to be tight, that's the word. And mm -hmm. to make it tight, you just need to, you know, place it yeah. in the right place uh, mm -hmm. by hand, you know, not by playing it, because it's practically impossible. Or, or you will have to just learn it for weeks, 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 and maybe yeah. then you will have the perfect timing to play it, you know, and I don't have weeks, I have a week, you know, to make yeah. a cover or, or something like that. So maybe it's a bit of cheating here not but, at all uh, i've done it too i've done it too yeah but but uh, th that's what i wanted to say that every music producer and every musician and every singer guitar player whatever player is doing this and a quick uh, last um, tip for yes, somebody please, that wants to make it. last tip for bass because uh, the bass that's in the style of you know I didn't talk about EQing, compression and stuff because it's just mm -hmm. too much, you know. This is like, and <laughs> also it's like a thing that every person has its his own... Um, approach, yeah. Approach, yeah, approach. So the way, um, the way I do it, some other person might say, yeah, this is stupid, you know. And uh, yeah, I agree, it might be stupid because I, I just do it like my way and somebody might do it his other way, just like you said. But... With the bass, uh, the Stylophone uh, 2007 S1 bass is a bit, um, you know, a bit crappy. And the way I make it better is by um, taking an octave pedal, a bass octave okay. pedal. So it's like a, I will show you. So that's a super this, octave octave. Yeah, bo boss, uh, boss pedal. Mm -hmm. uh, and this pedal is the one that I use on my on all of my bass recordings. So I take um, I take uh, a drive. Here's like a, a knob, and the knob is set to drive. Right. The last one, mm -hmm. and uh, it makes like a a you know a okay. sine wave, uh, a, a distorted sound sine wave of a lower note. Mm -hmm. And when I play the bass. I always use it because it makes the bass... I don't use it very uh, loud. It's very subtle. You probably even didn't notice that it's like uh, that it's there. But mm -hmm. these subtle, subtle changes that are made make the bass stand out because the uh, like uh, vanilla bass that's on the stylophone right. is a bit, uh, you know... Uh, it's a bit weak Lacking, so i yeah. must you know i must uh, enhance it with this effect and as i told you it's there are no tricks there are no like there are no tricks um, to make the sound better it's just like an illusion <laughs> yeah absolutely we've all got our different kind of approaches and yeah. you know you're not gonna just be able to play everything perfectly every mm -hmm. time you know so you know everybody's got mm -hmm. a bit of that magical element a bit of that magical element to their videos you know where everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looks very pristine and there's yes. a lot going on behind the scenes so thank you for yes, sharing that, that with us 
Yeah, well, no problem. I wanted to make a video. I probably make a video about it, how I actually record this. Here's like, you know, the uh, most uh, like basic tips that uh, I can come up like right now. And other stuff is like mostly, as I, as you said, and I said, my own personal like uh, equalization, compression, mm -hmm. delays, rever re reverbs, and stuff like that to make it sound more authentic. You know, the, the hardest mm -hmm. thing to equalize is the stylophone beatbox, which sound uh, horrible. Yeah, it's and cool it, yeah, yeah, and and the samples are actually very hard to you know maneuver and make them sound, be sound better because the samples there have like a high-pitched um, mm -hmm. yes. frequency that's saying, uh, yeah. like like 12k or 13 or 10k and I always the first thing you have to do when you play anything on it you search for this frequency and <laughs> cut it, it like yeah. take it out completely you can uh, flesh out the other frequencies that are high to make uh, like to make up for it but you always, the first thing you have to do with this thing is to take out these high uh, annoying frequencies. Mm -hmm. And then you have to manually shape the sound with an EQ. So my style from beatbox may sound a bit different than most people's. Okay, so I want to talk about your latest video, which at the time of recording is the 10 easy riffs on stylophone video. It's one of two mm -hmm. new videos that you've just released that take you in a slightly new direction in terms of more kind of educational content, yet keeping that Mauro Mauro vibe very much alive. What made you decide to show the world these riffs? Um, <clears throat> you know, I wanted to make a like something different, you know, because look, I've made like, um, I don't know how much, about a hundred, maybe less, probably <laughs> less covers, you know, of some songs. And, you know, there are like lots of them, lots of videos, lots of covers, lots of songs, lots of bands, lots of everything, you know. And, <clears throat> you know, at some moment in time, you're like, there's not much more that I can actually cover and have fun with it, you know, because, well, I probably like did everything that you can do with it. Pretty much. So, like, now I wanted to make some videos that are, first of all, a bit trying to be funny, at least. Because, They're you know, I don't funny. want... <laughs> yeah, thanks. Because <laughs> I don't want my videos to be, you know, like, um, like strict and, uh, like, you know... Dull. Um, how do you, dull, yeah, that's, that's the word. Yeah. Like, um, I don't want them to be dull. I don't want them to be like lessons like, oh, take the stylophone and play one, two, three, four, five. You know, because, you know, it's it must be a bit entertaining to show some Still people... Still got to have the watch yeah. time factor in mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, I want to talk about some funny things. I want to talk about, you know, how to actually play it, how I came up with it, how it will sound in different takes. You know, so, uh, like... Uh, explore all, all the possibilities and it also um, gives me an opportunity to talk more in front of the camera which is a very hard uh, thing because as you can clearly hear i i'm not so bad in talking in english but i want to be better i want to oh, sound right. better i want well I'm probably all right, but I want to be better. You know, I want to mm -hmm. speak better. I want to have a better vocabulary. I want to have a better mm -hmm. at like Just the moment. Your fluency, yeah. 
Yes, the fluency, because, you know, you think in English, you know, you can say uh, everything you want and uh, it will be easier for you. And I think in like a Ponglish, like I think in <laughs> Polish and in English at know. the same time. Making these videos is not only for the benefit of the channel. Well, it might be a benefit, might not be a benefit, but it's also for a, ben a benefit for me because I must open myself up and learn how to mm -hmm. speak in front of the camera camera properly you know because oh. i i usually had have to write a script you know because um without the script it gets like a, 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 a you know and it i just can't um say it uh, very fluently you know and after about 20 takes it's okay <laughs> so yeah it's mostly a thing that uh, i'm working on it and okay it's you know it's very hard actually for me to break out of this you know um of my typical like um not showing uh not telling and sho not showing myself and not telling any words because you know most of my covers are my hands you, you see only yeah. my hands and props and that's all you know yeah While, so you want to show more of yourself now yeah i want yeah. to show more more of myself talk about it and you know show myself as a person that has some you know, quirks, some stuff to say, and uh, is trying to also make some fun content that's easy to watch and it's like uh, a bit edu educational and also mm -hmm. easy going. So mm -hmm. entertaining, yeah. So even if a person doesn't maybe want to play, have a style of own, or want yeah. to play, they can see the entertaining values of it yeah. and maybe have a blast while watching it's it. And, and it gives me also possibilities to maybe try to be a bit on the like edge of the algorithm because i can address things that are you know um at the moment uh, trending you know like the master of puppets one you know because mm -hmm. master of puppets is like right now trending and All you right. know the stranger things got it like very big right and i wanted okay. yeah and i wanted to see how will how will it play that's why i've made this like a pilot episodes to see if it plays well and yeah it's kind of cool and the third thing because because there's always have to be more lately i've been seeing that um like talking podcasts um mm -hmm. interviews um ana analyze videos uh, analytic videos of some yeah. subject or whatever that's consistent cons that's that consists of talking about a subject Mm -hmm. is much more popular and easier to digest than music. Uh, the fact that, uh, because, you know, people are saying that MTV was bad because it wasn't playing music. It was playing shows that were like Date My Mom or yeah, yeah, reality shows, like that. Yeah. Reality shows, yeah. And actually the problem was that uh, MTV got broke because they played music. And because music is such a subjective, you know, topic, that uh, when a song plays and you like this song you will watch mm -hmm. it but when another song comes and like you don't like this song you then the you channel. will stop watching yeah, yeah you change the channel and that's the worst thing that can happen that, that right. can happen to a tv station or okay. a youtube channel that mm -hmm. somebody changes the channel you know so that's why uh, i think that uh, many people ben benefit from talking about something like you know like talking about lessons on stylophones even Mm -hmm. because uh, it's more digestible than just playing the stylophone. And, you know, it's like a cool thing that you can watch one, two videos, but after the fifth video, like, man, how much can you take? Right. So I think that that's like the 
my thought process on this. That's very smart. Yeah, very smart. You put a lot of research into it, clearly. And yeah, I'm really excited I always to have see to this new it. direction for you, definitely. So um, I want to talk about this really interesting project that you worked on about a year ago. Um, you based a video around it as well. In fact, I think you based two videos around it and you very okay. cleverly sort of joined them together. And it was this online interactive stylophone. Ah, yeah, okay. Where did that so, idea come from? <laughs> this guy, this guy um, the Amos Doll Music again, uh, had a video on his uh, YouTube channel that's called Virtual Keyboard. And it was, yeah, just a keyboard. You press, right. b- press buttons and you can play it, yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. But uh, I thought that maybe I will do the same thing with a stylophone, but on a minor scale, not a major scale, because mm-hmm. the stylophone, as you look at it, it's more of a minor scale than a major scale, actually, because it starts with, if you would, if you would name the notes, you know, normally, then it starts, starts from A, you know, so it's like yeah. A, B, C, D, and like that, you know, so the stylophone is actually on the minor scale here. So I made it like a minor scale and, uh, and yeah, so yeah, this guy inspired me to steal from him another, another idea, (laughs) but uh, I saw that there are many YouTube videos that have like, you know, um, virtual other instruments that you can play on, you know, not only, Hmm. not only he like, yeah, you can write even go down that rabbit hole at some point. (laughs) Yeah. It's a a very, very strange rabbit hole, but there are lots of, there are like virtual guitars, virtual, I don't know, harps, virtual, whatever. Think of an instrument, right on YouTube, uh, right in YouTube, like virtual, whatever. And you will like see it (laughs) interactive, virtual, whatever. Yeah. Try it. I wanted to talk about um, a little bit more about the other things that you do because you've got your YouTube channel, but as you were saying at the start, you sort of work as a producer and session musician. You tour as well. You've just come back from a long tour. And you've also managed to add some stylophone to some of the projects that you've worked on for others as well. Can you tell us more about your work with, is it Popek? Yeah, Popek. On Yuktak? How do I pronounce that? Yuktak. Yakptak. Yakptak. Like a bird. And also Zjovik Vmasche. Is that how I say it? Trovik Vmasche. There we go. Yeah, because uh, in English it's like Yakptak, it's uh, like a bird. And Trovik right. uh, Vmasche is uh, man in a mask or something oh, like right. that. It's a funny thing because actually uh, it may be even clo- closer to you than you think. Because uh, I will tell about tell about uh, Cervone Guitar first because uh, this is the band that I play in and this is the band mm-hmm. that um, plucked you from poverty to stability. Yes, the, the, <laughs> yeah, to, to, from poverty. This band maybe get may, made me get from poverty to stability, and uh, actually uh, this is one of the like I can call them a legendary band from Poland because okay. they are they last about. 58 years i think it's like wow. uh, they were they are playing uh, like their their formation was in 65 i think or something like that so it's like they were considered the polish beatles actually right so it's like that's why i, I told you that's like closer home to you actually because uh, this is like a band that's uh, were ins- these guys were in their youth inspired by the beatles and okay. made uh, similar songs like them, but you know, with Polish lyrics and 
in the Polish more traditional style, but with the you know big big beat sound and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and yeah, they were like you know uh, the precursors of uh, actually you know pop music in Poland. Uh, but you know in the old ways like uh, rock and roll and i as i called you big beat and stuff like you know the beatles did right mm-hmm. and uh, you know i've got a, a opportunity to play there because uh, i've got a call from uh, Jurek, the guy that plays drums there because like uh, this band disbanded some some years ago and they're they're like different mus- musicians there but the drummer is the same so like ringo is the same and um you know uh I got a call from him to just, you know, uh, come to a rehearsal, see if, like, if I fit there and stuff. And, you know, it was very hard. I had to, you know, work very hard to actually prepare for the rehearsal and to Mm -hmm. show myself in a good way. And I somehow... um, YouTube channel as well. Was that another opportunity? Yes, yes, it right. was an opportunity yeah. because I because because of I recorded uh, because of the fact that I recorded some albums on my own. Okay, cool. Um, my friend who was uh, on a rehearsal there showed mm. uh, my albums to the drummer to the, to the drummer the original drummer of the band. Right, and he uh, listened to them and told him that give me his number and we will check if he will you know. If he will play okay and yeah that's how it started and you know uh, i've played like lots of gigs with them because you know they are like a in especially in the summer they're like like a touring band uh, mm-hmm. for most of the time so in the happier years i can say because you know the pandemic like broke everything down yes. yeah and in mm-hmm. in the happier years we, we had like i don't know between 50 and 100 concerts a year so it was like a you know cool number of gigs a cool wow. way to li- to live you know so it was yeah. like very profitable and you know then the pandemic hit and uh, like from 50 concerts it was zero <laughs> or i don't yeah. know maybe not zero but like five or three or four you know and you have like a whole year to live mm-hmm. from these concerts but that's the part when stylophones come and youtube comes yes so actually like yeah they fill in the gap like perfectly some people that have played in like bigger bands may have some uh, income from you know um, song royalties and stuff like that but you know i don't have any songs in Chervona guitar because i'm a guy that just it's like a session musician most of the time on the gigs and not a composer there Mm -hmm. but it's also very cool Uh, and you know that's why uh, when the pandemic hit the youtube as you told got very very um like um fill in the fill in that gap because you know Mm Other, otherwise, I would have to, you know, go work somewhere else, and probably yeah. my music career would have a very big halt Abrupt in end, that yeah. moment. Uh, and yeah, and the, the thing with uh, Popek, yeah, the thing with Popek was that I told you earlier that I've made uh, a video about one of his a cover of a project that he was in and had, uh, and again. The project was called Gang Albani, and I did a cover mm-hmm. of it, as I told you told you earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, Popex producer, both producers actually, because there are two different guys. Uh, one of them um, made some songs with me and him, but online. And the other one 
was making songs with him and he made make me made me meet Popek like right. you know uh, meet in person and Popek was at that moment a very big star in Poland you know she was like right. one of the most popular people here you know like everybody knew who he was because he was so uh, distinguishable you know he wasn't like much of a singer but he was a persona you know he was like mm -hmm. a um, a type of a guy that uh, you know like started from scrap you know like started from totally nothing right. and ended up like you know michael jackson or you know, something like that you know like a very big icon you know popek was like for me the uh, last remaining punk rocker ever living and actually rapping not uh, screaming mm -hmm. uh, so i challenged him to make a album that's more about singing and lyrics and you know uh, like your own freedom like working in you know a harsh environment whatever you know topics uh, that are um, mostly um, you know, uh, people deal with them on a daily basis like that, you know, and yeah. which means like a bird is a song about, you know, uh, having dreams about uh, being, you know, free, like being uh, a person that thinks a bit differently, but you are like strictly in this mm -hmm. space of this reality. And like the second song, which is Człowiek Mas, uh, is a song about, uh, yeah, because th these both songs have stylophone in them. That's like the fun part. That's why uh, we're yeah, talking yeah. about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they both have stylophones. The Człowiek Mas has Gen X1 and Jak Ptak has uh, the S1. And nice. uh, the Człowiek Mas is about uh, people that, uh, you know, hide, hide their true self behind a mask. Simple as that. So, yeah. Cool times, and uh, you know, we had fun recording these songs. Was it like a <laughs> quite deliberate choice to have Stylophone on those two songs, or yes. was it just like, yeah? Yes, it, it was like a deliberate choice because I needed an instrument that sounds like this and that has functions like this, like the song Like a Bird, Yak right. uh, Like the Stylophone had the, this uh, fun little attitude with it, so I thought that it's a great instrument to include it. And uh, the Gen X one in uh, Trovic Master was because it had the filter function, so I I could uh, play the mm -hmm. riff and like sweep the filter to make it uh, sound more lively. Yeah, that's Very the cool. whole reason. <laughs> nice. I wanted to talk about some of your own um, music now. You huh? recently released an album called What Remains. Yeah. Um, there's like a huge mixture of stuff. There's like some Latin guitar, some hip hop, yeah. some rock, and some stylophone in there too. Uh, yeah. At least one of the tracks I think has it. Is it Flower Shirt? Yes, um, and Polonis. Right, another one there. Okay. Um, what was like the inspiration behind this particular record? Well, the inspiration was kind of simple because I was just recording songs that um, were on my computer for a long time. And I wanted to finish them, you know, and okay. uh, and that's the main inspiration because they were lying for like five years and I was listening to them. Marta was listening to them and we were like, uh, she was like, come on, release a album, you know, we've got like so many songs and I was like, ah, it's not finished, not good. Yeah, you know, the, the typical, you know, talk, you know, and uh, well, I finally managed to finish it. Actually, uh, as we know, there is like... Uh, on the east side of Polish border, there's actually, you know, a war going on <laughs> nowadays. Uh, and the war broke loose actually in the moment, um, like uh, different. Uh, it was like 
when the war broke loose, I was like very traumatized by the whole, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. I was very like um, afraid that it could, you know, get to us, that it could be a very, even a worse thing that it already is because it's yeah. really the worst. And um, I had like a thought that, well, if, if something happens like to Poland, you know, because Poland is like, you know, we can say next yeah. next in line, you know. So um, if something happens to us, to Poland and to the whole country, then like the only thing that I can do is a re release an album. And this is like the thing that will remain, you know. So that's why okay. it's what remains, you know. So it's oh. like a, a bit of a sad topic. And yeah, it's very experimental because it's like instrumental. It has some beats, as you told, some Latin guitar and stuff like that. And yeah, it's like a uh, my way of, you know, it's as we told earlier this is like the freedom you know this is like my own mm -hmm. freedom that i want to express myself and uh yeah and it sounds like this cool well i enjoyed yeah. it very much actually i'm gonna thank you listen thank to you. it some more yeah you can it's, it's good for you know some cleaning the house driving yeah. stuff like that it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like a background music it's a, a, it's an ambient album, actually. A ambient, mm -hmm. ambient, yeah, ambient. Like, for know. sure, I definitely see it in that category. For sure, yeah. <laughs> cool. So we move on to we move yeah. on to the portion of the podcast that I think guests tend to fear the most. But don't be afraid. No, um, I, I, I like challenges. Come on, I. I <laughs> I, I did a, a poor rendition of uh, Megalovania uh, Undertale, so I think that nothing worse can happen to me today. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, um, you're the dual stylophonist, so what what else could possibly be harder than that? Okay, okay. your time starts. Start, start. Now. Okay. Uh. Stop. Right. Yeah, and because I, I saw that the. the Master of Puppets. You win! Uh, Congratulations! You are inducted thanks. into the Sound of Stylus Hall of Fame. Yeah, because it was it. it was like uh, it was like I saw the octave and the second one was a half step down and the next one was another half step down mm -hmm. and this is when where I, when I knew that it was Master of Puppets because uh, I remember <laughs> yes. the emotion of you know I, I like challenges like this because it you know it makes you takes you on the edge you know. <laughs> Cool. I try not to <laughs> that, give you something cool. completely unfamiliar, otherwise yeah, it would be unfair. I, I actually, next time, give me a harder yeah? one. Because okay, I, maybe yeah, we'll because have I, to do it again because... sometime. <laughs> nice, so um, we've talked about lots of different things in this yeah. episode, which is wonderful. Um, I just wanted to know what what do you think is coming up for you? What's next for Mario Mario One Three Three Seven? The channel you've released some covers <laughs> yeah. before on um, Spotify. You've released a few original yeah. albums. Any more stylophone related albums or live shows or anything or hints about upcoming videos you could share with us, perhaps? Yes, I, I can. I can share a few hints. Like my uh, f first of all, I will practice. Uh, and have more talking videos presenting mm -hmm. some songs some you know ideas and maybe you know talk about it even more to some to some extent sometimes more sometimes less you know just make fun and make some fun content but my biggest mm -hmm. um, idea now and i think that saying it uh, like um, 
showing it uh, right now and uh, not making it a surprise is actually a better thing because I'm really bad at surprises and actually <laughs> okay. I think that YouTube and the algorithm is not a um, friend of surprises. It usually likes right. when it's set in stone. I'm planning on making an EP or like a mm. small album. The idea of the stylophone versus something, you know, so I'm making a song that's... Um, played on the stylophone but it's in the style of some other artist and the lyrics are there the riffs are there in okay, the yeah, ideas the videos there, that you're you know. making yeah yes 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 so i'm making it a step higher as always because right. you know you have to up, up the game and mm -hmm. now i'm planning to release a small album as i've told okay. of uh, songs uh, that are like uh, system of a down songs more than one i think that five six but mm -hmm. they are these are my songs because right. you know uh, i don't know if you are like familiar with the history of this band because i was like a fanboy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, yeah th this band ha has disbanded like i don't know 15 years ago or something like that and there are all, all the time rumors about a new album a new tour and something like that and the to touring went on actually but uh, they didn't release any album because like they i think that they just uh, don't have like the glue together to make something new and they just stated that well let's just make our own songs every one of us and play the gigs and just end on that and not make some you know crappy album and i want to be the one that makes this album right in like my own style of own vision and uh, like that and you know i want to see if maybe it will some people will find it interesting maybe the band cool. itself will find it interesting so yeah so that's like my um, my idea for a new full length video because it will be like a longer video with the whole album and mm -hmm. i want to include a bonus there and i want to make like the half of the video will be the stylophone video covers with lyrics stuff and all and okay. the ending of the video will be the same songs but played on real instruments okay. made That's you know by idea. me and stuff like that and the version will be like more of a sing-along that you can if you like my interpretations of their style and their songs you can actually take download it and you know sync it and you know have fun with it so it's All like right. a inter i want to make it an interactive fun experience for the people that view it and i'm like in the back of my head somewhere i'm like very quietly hoping that maybe one of the guys from the band will mm -hmm. listen to it and will like say oh maybe i will sync to it just for you know for the lol rules or something like that like i i'm i'm always having like a thought that um there's like the good scenario and the scenario that usually happens which is like <laughs> whatever so i'm usually at this at this whatever state that's like ah whatever let's just make a video have fun and you know and wrap it up so so yeah this is like my main uh thought here just you know just make videos have have fun with it and don't think about the outcome because the outcome on YouTube is always is, is always totally opposite of the way that you will mm. actually perceive it. So it, for <laughs> me, it, it's like whole, my, my whole life is like this. It's like uh, all the time, my most popular videos, my most popular works, <laughs> my most popular things I ever did are the ones that 
maybe not I despise the most, but are the ones that uh, weren't um, the you know highlights of my like work or anything like that for me at least. But yeah, but when like people like it, when it earns its money, and when everybody's happy, then I'm fine with that. You know, just just like that. Well, you're a very ambitious person, and I've only got more of that from speaking to you today. So <laughs> I'm very excited to see whatever you get up to next, not just what you've talked about, but after that too. Me too. Um, and <laughs> thank you so, so much for coming to to speak with me on Sound of Stylus. It's been such a pleasure. Cool. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> if you're interested in finding out more about Marek, you can find him on YouTube at youtube.com slash maramara1337 and his music's available on all major music platforms as Mara Mara and Mara Mara1337. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could give the podcast a five-star rating and share the episode on social media, tagging me at Mari Dangerfield and the podcast at Sound of Stylus. You can find us on Instagram at Sound of Stylus and on YouTube by searching Sound of Stylus. Thank you so much for listening to Series 1 of Sound of Stylus. If you have any suggestions of who I could feature on a future series, or if you're interested in featuring yourself, do get in touch on social media.